On this episode of Bruise on Film, we have combos about Kate Bush running up that hill. The podcast Under the Influence. Top Gun Maverick. And Fire Island, which you can now stream on Hulu. Plus, we continue our month of our parents' favorite movies with Harley's dad's favorite movie, 1971's The Godfather. Paired with Electric Catfish New England Styles IPA from Sigmeister. What does your glass say? Sandy. Oh. It looks like it said Andrea. No, it says Sandy. This is the glass that she got for being a bridesmaid. Oh, Sandra. Sandra. That's why. Sorry. Um, for being in uh, the wedding. Oh, I love that. Cute. Yeah. yeah. For like being in the bridal party or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, I really like this. I love this. I'm not. I, I'm going to say it. I love this beer. I'm, in, I'm really into it. Um, I potentially have had this exact beer before, but I've definitely had, so this deep sea series, I've definitely had that before, um, at the brewery. Now, Um, if you want to tell me now, or you can save it for later, why, um, when you went into that, that store, because we were together when you bought this beer, when you went to that (laughs) store, why did you pick this beer for the Godfather slash your dad? Okay, so I... Did it for my dad because the first time I ever went to this brewery was with my dad. Me and my dad did a little brewery crawl. Got it. So when I used to live up in North Jersey, um, my dad came up when I – because I obviously didn't really have that many friends there. One weekend I made my dad come up and hang out with me and we went – to so this this brewery I can get more into it later but this brewery is in Hackettstown and there's a few breweries in Hackettstown and me and my dad did a little brewery curl that day so that. once I saw it it reminded me of him and that's why and also I've been to the back to the brewery like several times it's honestly one of my favorites um, in New Jersey so um, figured I'd I don't think we've done a beer from there um on the pod yet so no. just wanted to give it a little highlight little shout out well it's really good i really like this a yeah. lot um it's a great yeah i don't know it just it's like going down super easy yeah super I nice agree. i really love which this. is a little dangerous because we're a little seven percent there a little dangerous, little dangerous. Uh, anyway how, how are you yeah i mean i everything oh also welcome to bruise on film oh, yeah, guys sorry I, I want to say and Mike have been talking for like a half hour. <laughs> yeah, anyway, sorry. So this just we honestly like probably like... we honestly probably should have pressed record to, and I could have cut around some of the stuff, but because it was a good yeah, combo. Yeah, it's fine. But um, it's fine. But it's fine. Uh, good. I mean, nothing. I I do feel like it's been a while since we recorded. That's so funny because I literally was like, I just I feel like we literally just recorded, but then again, I did lose. A week plus of my life right. to COVID. I finally got her, guys. I finally got her. Um, and yeah. Have you made a full recovery? Made a, made a full recovery. This bitch um, out here running five miles on day seven or whatever. It was like day five and I was running. Well, five I had to five. do a virtual run, so I had to run. I will say it wasn't the best runs I ever had, but no. was moving, was grooving. And I will say... COVID, like, the first two days, they well, the first day kicked my butt. The second day was feeling a little bit better, but still not feeling great. By, like, the third, fourth day, I was, like, feeling pretty good. But I will say, I do think it would have been very bad 
if I hadn't been vaccinated, had a booster, like blah, blah, blah. I don't, I would not, I'm happy I did not um, have to experience it in that way. Right. Yeah. And this is so. a, this is a, 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 you know, a friendly reminder, I guess, that on year three of this. <laughs> on our junior year of the pandemic. <laughs> please get your degrees and get your vaccines. <laughs> Make sure you get all, so you can get accreditation and everything. Yes. Right. Yes. So we can graduate on time. Exactly. Who knows when that is, but still. Who knows? Um, yeah, it's, but I, I don't know. Fine. Like everything I feel like has been uh, pretty status quo. Um, Memorial Day happened, Harley. Memorial Day. Yeah, that's so, uh, RIP to my Memorial Day. I lost that, but it's okay. That's it's okay. okay. That's Honestly. okay. You have Labor Day. I have Labor Day. I mean, I was being very disrespectful to Memorial Day and just kept calling it Labor Day. So maybe that's why it canceled me. It was like, okay, here's COVID. Oh, God. Um, We have, uh, uh, at the end of the month, we have a trip coming up, which I'm excited about. So I've just been, like, gathering stuff. I was like, where are we going? Oh, my God. (laughs) I can't believe you. (laughs) Because I thought a trip, I was like, we're doing a three-day weekend somewhere. And my head was like, we're doing a three-day weekend. I'm going to tell you, wait, something something famously, this is actually famously about Harley. About Harley. Um, She loves, like, the idea of a three-day weekend getaway. She loves the idea of a a three-day weekend getaway. And and you know what? Everyone hates me for it. I don't hate you. I love it. But, like, it's just... Ben hates it. It's just sometimes... (laughs) You want to know what it is? Is that... Um, sometimes it's, like, not enough time to, like, fully get into a vacation mood. I'm always in a vacation. The minute that I shut my computer from working and I forget that I'm employed, um, it's vacation mood. It's vacation mood. And I'll tell you what, guys. It took me a while to get there. It took me a while to get there. I used to be... This is just, like, little corporate girly talk to you. Like, it took me a while to separate work from life yeah you used to be three di- busy debras yes i was all of them though <laughs> right you were all three busy but now it's vacation mode now it's, it's on silent can't reach me yeah don't always. call me don't beat me you're never gonna reach me that's what it is <laughs> that's and that's what it is uh harley how are you besides everything that you just mentioned uh how's it going I'm good. I'm literally like we had just seen each other this weekend. So a gorgeous beach day. What? A gorgeous beach day. A gorgeous beach day. Beautiful. uh, The beginning of the season. And what I did realize is we should make that a yearly event because the literally the exact we did the exact same thing a year ago last weekend. Well, we brought Len. Yes, yes. we went yes. to the beach. It was the same weekend because my phone is, that's why I sent you the thing because my phone is blowing up and telling me that you did the same exact thing a year ago. So and you said we love a, it's a tradition. It's a tradition. I love that. Um, Incredible. But other than that, I'm fine. Um, I don't know if I announced the podcast. You did not. I didn't know. I didn't I'm know an engaged were... woman now. So I've been. Um, She's fianced. I'm fianced. We're getting um, so trending. I've been. Um, kind of occupying my time with planning that. And if there's anything about me, it's I'm obsessed with a plan when the, when it's time to execute. Not my, not my favorite. I don't don't think that's true. I think you execute. 
I can execute, but I'm saying I think I enjoy the planning more than nuts. Sometimes execute execution usually does wind up to be fun, but right. I like enjoy the planning aspect of things right. more sometimes than the execution. Yeah. Well, you sent but, a top secret itinerary for our trip to Aruba at the end of yes, the month. Yes, I love an so I love an itinerary. I, if I could give you a minute by minute by minute by minute itinerary, I love it. That's that's. It's my thing. That's why, like, I'm so sad that the travel agency, like, being a travel agent as a profession, you kind of arrived. I know that's like my true dream job. Yeah, is to do that. But it's kind of like people give their it out for free on the internet now, so it's not really that lucrative. Big. I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Like, I'm sure some way there are people doing some sort of thing. But yeah, who knows? Um. But yeah, so I've just been using my time planning or looking, researching. Um, you stuff love to learn too. So this is for all. For a wedding. Oh, yeah, I love learning. This is Absolutely. all like going in that bucket. Yes, exactly. So. And then with, with that bucket, it's like with. I love to learn, but like, do I always do things with those things that I've learned? No, not really. Listen, what you learn, you don't always have to use. I know. And it's also, I can only, my brain can only really soak up and sponge so many things for such a certain amount of time. So some things I learn and then I forget I learned them. But famously, like you know this, I like don't remember things I say, things I do, things that happen. No, you have to be told of the things that Yeah, and then I remember I instantly like, it is like a that's a raven moment where I'm like, I am there, I'm in the moment, I am doing it. I remember. It is. Um, But... Not always, but I did start. Okay, this is like not nothing about anything, but I did start taking a B complex vitamin because apparently it's good for your memory. Okay. Um, okay. And stuff like that. That's lovely. Um, and then I also started taking it because I saw a bunch of TikTok. I randomly, this is not in my algorithm on TikTok all the time, but one single night I was in this part of TikTok that was like children like adult children with their alcoholic parents or their parents who had been alcoholics or like whatever. What is, where is this going? And they, so basically they develop a, like a type of almost Alzheimer's or dementia and they can get it at like a pretty young age. And when I came to like, like young as in like, like forties, fifties, um, depending on their years of use, it has a specific name to it that I can't remember, of course. Um, but when I did look it up, it said that it comes from like also a lack, having a lack of B vitamin and stuff like that. So, um, that also triggered me to <laughs> start taking B I, every I day. Like, here's the thing. I don't know how we fucking got here. <laughs> it's like, I what is going my on? B vitamin. And then you were like, oh, this dark hole of, of Well, yeah. TikTok. And then I'll tell you what. So, so uh, the one night that I got, so like, four, like not four, like three different children, they weren't like in a row, but three different like adult children, like in their twenties, thirties who had parents who were alcoholics and it's like them taking care of their parents who now like this one girl, basically she has to, her dad has lived with her for the past six months. Um, cause he like can't live alone anymore mm-hmm. and doesn't want to like live in a home. Mm-hmm. Um, and she has to invite him over to dinner every single day or to have dinner with her every, cause he doesn't remember that he lives there. He just like wakes up being there, thinks that he's just there visiting for the day 
and she has to invite him over every like every single night ask him to if he wants to stay for dinner that's so bad that's so awful I know it's it's very sad. So, but it was very sad, and I saw. So she, she was one, and then of course I go back and I'm looking at her videos, like blah blah blah. Oh my god! Um, but it was her, and then I'm scrolling. I'm like doom scrolling by the that by this yeah. point, and I see another girl. I'm doom. But then I tell you what, never have seen. You would think I've watched. Okay, and then every time I look, I go into these people's videos. Cause I'm like, I want to see more. I want to learn more. Learning, learning, learning. Um, and. You would think that I would get more of these videos now since I did take time out of my day to click into them, to like, to do whatever. Mm -hmm. I haven't, but it was one single day that that happened, Mm. and it's made me get on the B vitamin train, so. Okay. I would love to doom scroll away from this conversation (laughs) (laughs) Um, and maybe pivot to something else because I don't... Okay, okay. we can be be funny and ho-ho-ha-ha all we want, but I just wanted to just bring that to light um, and, and i thank you for that but like i like i don't know how to get out of here now um as as we are on a beer drinking podcast right we talk yeah about, yeah okay but it's fine um i guess let's pivot do you have anything else anything else besides b vitamins no. or whatever i this think we should talk TikTok about fire island though <laughs> no we're gonna talk about fire island absolutely okay i have i have some some pop culture stuff that i want to talk to you about is your is the only pop culture thing that you want to say fire island we really <clears throat> haven't talked like full in-depth bravo yeah in hot sec um i don't really have much to say right me now. either i'm honestly just waiting for bev hills to like, I need this next episode to kind of get clarity on, like, what is happening with the yeah. whole Crystal Sutton. I will say I'm enjoying it. I am enjoying it. Yeah. Girlies were liking it. Yeah. And I want you to watch Dubai. Okay. Um, so- I will tell you, I've been into podcasts, like, listening to podcasts. I used to, like, would be like, I'd watch the Bravo shows the day after they came out, like, listen to them as I'm working, blah, blah, blah. Um, have them on in the background, so I'm like knowing what's happening. Um, yeah. But I, I, there's something in me that I haven't like want not. I just haven't been like hyped to watch. I have to like tell myself to watch. Them. Oh, interesting. I feel that's sad to me. Yeah, um, to, to hear we're going very dark today. Um, I'm sorry, but I have been into podcasts, and I will just say, okay, my one <laughs> pop culture thing. Um, this podcast that it's on, it just finished their second season. Okay. Um, but it's called under the influence and it's, um, this like journalist writer. Um, she like author, cause she does like nonfiction stuff too, but she'd spent a lot of years like writing for like gossip magazines and like things like that and following celebrity clickbaity stuff. Uh-huh. And like, um, but so now she's like a mom and she's like fascinated with like, the first season is all about mom influencers and the mommy influencer space and then the influencer space in general um, and how it's like such a women driven industry, but it's not very regulated. And also it's like not very people aren't getting paid for their worth and it's very hush hush. It's very much like let let me give you this pro this free product mm-hmm. for making us content that's going to make us thousands of millions of dollars right so the second season kind of goes more into that goes more into like different women because it is mostly women again who are like trying to make platforms and more transparency and like also like they talk about putting your kids on the internet is that dangerous Uh and like then people who are like using their kids like 
as this major part of their influencer stuff. And we don't really know the effects that actually will have on the child in this many years. And there's this like crazy thing that I guess people do called role playing where like they take like people's images and, and photos and like basically like, like create social accounts and like mimic as like as someone else and oh like like a a deep like like a deep fake basically but they like take these influencers images and like and stuff and like write these stories and things like that that's so scary yeah so it's very interesting they just finished their second season um it's it's the first season she basically like a part of it she's like well i'm gonna try to be a mom influencer so she like pays a photographer and tries to do it and tries to make things aesthetic and she's like i winded up spending she's like i did it for a month maybe i winded up spending so much more money to make the content to do the stuff to like whatever um than ever was in return like blah 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 but it is very interesting also because like i work in the marketing and like the e-commerce space where like I've seen and I've done, I've worked on like online my entire career and have dealt in social media my entire career. So it's interesting to look back from when I started working six years ago, where the influencer space was to where it is now and how like it was and, and just like how now I think especially with TikTok and stuff like that, it's a lot more transparent. People are a lot more like saying what they're getting paid, saying all this stuff, like blah, blah, blah. Whereas years ago, like you could just send out like free product and then be like, get this content and then yeah. get major hits, like blah, 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 blah. But it is very interesting if that's something that anyone is interested in. So. What is the name of it again? Under the Influence. Under the Influence. And the host name is Joe Piazza. Okay. I think is her name. Oh, yeah. beautiful name. Yeah. Um... Okay, I don't, again, I don't know how to pivot out of this. Uh, um, you're you're coming to me with some deep topics today, and I, like, really just thought that, that you, the only thing you would want to talk about is Fire Island. Um, I do, I okay. do, but... Let me, let me... I don't know, got me on a roll. I know, I don't, and I don't, like, understand, like, where this is coming, like, where this energy <laughs> is coming from. Um, I want to say, I have found the song of the summer. Yes. Is it... From the Fire Island soundtrack? It is not. Okay, okay. I thought you were going to say Sometimes by Muna. Uh, no, but that's a great cover. Um, the Song of the Summer came out in 1985. Okay. And it is Kate Bush running up that hill, parentheses, a deal with God. That is the Song of the Summer for 2022. And the reason it is the Song of the Summer is because I cannot stop singing it. I cannot stop listening to it. I cannot get it out of my head because in Stranger Things... Season... Made a deal with God. That's what it is, yes, right? Yes, yes. Okay. Um, I'll tell you what. Love that song. Love that energy. The, the, of the, the summer? Yeah, I'm going you know, to tell you. So in Stranger Things Season 4, which yes. is very good. I watched it all. I'm going to spoil it a little bit. So that's fine. It, I haven't watched three yet, but that's something I, I probably will do in the time. next year. In time. In the next year. In time. <laughs> um, so I'm going to spoil it. So for all of the readers who don't want to hear the spoilers, fast forward a Skip little bit. Ahead Skip ahead a minute and a half. 
Um, you know that we talk longer, so it's going to be longer than a minute and a half. Okay, um, you're wasting seconds. So, oh. oh, my God. So um, the big bad is this uh, character called Vecna, and he goes after people who have had trauma in their life, specifically people who feel guilt um, or um, have had some type of accident where they were involved and like kind of they were like the person that lived quote unquote so he goes after these kids and he like breaks their bones and sucks out their eyes and blah 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 blah. (laughs) so max um in season three her brother billy is possessed by the mind flayer and dies and she like has all this guilt about it and he comes after her and she ends up in this other dimension with vecna and they realize that playing music specifically a person's favorite song will get them out of this trance because it's like there's some type of they they go into like the science mumbo jumbo about like how like music has memory wait was this season three or season four i'm talking about season four okay why does this sound very familiar to me you probably have seen it all over the internet (laughs) no i really haven't but go ahead keep going so she's in this trance they put the headphones on her and leading up to this moment in all the episodes, you would see her with the headphones on and you would hear the Kate Bush song like very low in the background. Like just like, just like, like, just like, like a muffle. Right. And you never really got it. So they put the headphones on her in the trance and then her in the other dimension hears the song at full volume. And it, and it like opens up the fog and she can see the real world. So now it's her running up that hill. Gotcha. Towards the fog as Kate Bush is blaring and then she gets out and she's saved and now she like has to listen to Kate Bush running up that hill like all the time all the time. Okay. Like me. Like all of America because what happened after people realized Kate Bush running up that hill was in a fucking amazing song. It became the song of the summer. It is number one. On the charts, the highest really? that it has, the highest it has ever been ever since it came out in 1985, and it is number one on Spotify's top 50. Wow, I honestly kind of love that. Kate Bush issued a statement saying, "Thank you so much." But I also feel like that that was really. I feel like that's always just been a song, like a good song. I'm going to tell you, I never heard the song before. Really? Are you kidding me? I definitely knew, like, like, like the vibe of it. And I, and when I was listening to it in episode one, I turned to Sandy and I said, what is this song? Why do I know this song? Where have I yeah. heard this song? And then it just keeps playing over and over again until you get to that moment in episode four where it's, like, the big, like, you know, running up that hill. That hill, yeah. Running up that, yeah. Um. So, and now I cannot stop. <laughs> listening to it and i catch myself going in the middle of the day just like you want to hear about the deal <laughs> like, <laughs> like at random moments like i'll say it to live like i'll say it to like anyone like around me like i'll just like it is so good it is this i previously i had said caroline polachek to uh so hot you're hurting my feelings is song of the summer for me i'm telling you right now kate bush running up that hill so- song of the summer for me and also season four of okay, Stranger Things. I love been. that. I also love the little uh, like anecdote behind it. I do love that. Yeah. Um, it's a great song. I will say, if I were to be watching Stranger Things, I'm sure I would agree with you as it is the song of the summer, as many of the millions and the millions of people who have done it and obviously made moves on the chart have. But I will say, to me, there's certain things that a song of a summer needs to be. And 
that one just isn't it. I'm gonna tell you, it's it an feels, amazing song. It does feel summer to me now, but I, but it definitely is like a time and place situation. So like because yes. we are in the summer, and I'm listening to it in the summer, and because I watched it in the summer and like grew to love it in the summer, that's why to me yes. it is song of the summer. Yes. Um, I understand. I understand. So I'm just, I'm, you know. So uh, that's what I want to say about that. Also, I want to say, I saw Top Gun Maverick. Yes. Fucking incredible. Why Why is this movie so fucking good? Someone please tell me why this movie is so good. I can, <laughs> name, I can name a few reasons. Um, a one. Isn't it all hot people? It's, it's all, one, all hot men. One, it's all hot people. I'm going to say even the girl. She's pretty. Like, she's hot. Okay. Like, like, she's justifi- like justifiably hot. Like, Jenner- Jennifer Connelly, also hot. She has beautiful beach waves um beautiful sweaters that she wears she knows how to sail in it um tom cruise is a movie star and we don't talk about it enough and i know why we don't talk about it enough but i'm just gonna say it right here you want to know why we don't talk about tom cruise enough because he's a terrible person yeah but and i'm gonna say this right here i read the art from the artist (laughs) (laughs) you said it not me um I'm no, gonna... I don't. That's a person I won't separate, to be completely honest. Listen, do I want to know where Shelly is? Yes. <laughs> but, but do I love that he loves movies enough to, like, put on a charismatic PSA before the movie, thanking everyone for waiting three years to see this movie and seeing it in a big screen and support your local theaters? Do I love that side of Tom Cruise? Yes. Is he Okay, question, 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 yeah. question. Yeah. Was this made like was this ready to go 3 years ago? Yes. This was supposed to come oh. out. This was supposed to come out. This movie was done and filmed prior to the pandemic. It was supposed wow. to come out summer of the pandemic. Wow. I'm like as I'm mad they did that for Miles Teller. Like they Um I don't know. Yeah. But now he's having like a lot of things happen. So. Well, I'm. I mean, we can talk about the offer when we get to the movie, um, because I have thoughts about that as well. How, did you watch it? I watched three episodes. Okay. Um. So I, again, I have thoughts about that as well. Um. So I, Top Gun Maverick. The the shots are cool. It's all done practical for the most part. So they're really like they're not flying the planes, obviously, but the planes themselves being flown, it's like really happening. So like all the shots of like the planes doing what planes do you love Mm -hmm. you love aviation um you know i love planes you love planes um is like actually them doing it it's just such a i don't know i don't i don't know why it's so good and i will tell you i watched top gun the night before i went and saw maverick and that movie ended and i was sitting downstairs and i said oh no it's not gonna be good you're like this is gonna be bad because top (laughs) because top gun was bad you never seen Top Gun before? I had never seen Top Gun before. Oh, okay. So, and then and then I said that, and my dad said, how is that possible? And I said, well, you never showed it to me, so honestly, it's your fault. Um, I only recently watched but it. Then, but... but then, Maverick, I don't know. I don't know. It was so good. I tweeted after, and I said, just do it. Just give Maverick the Best Picture nomination. Doesn't gotta win, but give it the nomination, I think. You want them to win, like, a Golden Globe or, like, something like that. I think I think it will sweep, like, kind of like Dune did, where, like, the production value, like, the production side of stuff, like, sound uh, effects, probably. Like, that stuff, I feel like it will sweep. But give it the nomination, I think. And then I, and then 
I said underneath my my own tweet because I love to tweet back to myself. Um, I would say give it the win if they let Miles Teller and Glenn Powell kiss. That's all I have to say. It's Pride Month. Let them kiss. That I will say. Um, so I listened to Last Coach today. Last Culturistas yes. and Matt Rogers. One thing about Maverick. I both and I've listened to again me on my podcast. Uh, my podcast bullshit listening to all my different podcasts that are all talking generally about the same things. Right. Um, different opinions, which is kind of great. I'm hearing all the things, doing whatever. I haven't seen it myself. So just like getting other people's opinions. Mm-hmm. Um, and other podcasts I listen to, we're like obsessed. They're like, we love this. Blah, blah, blah. Matt Rogers was like, the movie was fine. Not gay enough. <laughs> Could have been so gay. Could have been so great. Not gay enough. Because he said... Normal Top Gun, he said, was gay. They were in the, the they were in the jeans. They were greased up, playing volleyball, whatever. Like this one, he said it wasn't gay enough. I'm just quoting Matt Rogers. And I and listen, I think it's a fair assessment. I I disagree. I think I think that both films are hom- homoerotic. I definitely do because in this one they they still are on the beach, greased up, in the jeans, but they're playing football. And, and yeah. I will say that a lot of a lot of the men like to uh, make statements, but like say it like two inches from each other's faces. And I'm like, all you got to do is just that's it real quick, real quick. Everyone, everyone, everyone kiss Tom Cruise on your way out of the hangar. That's what that's <laughs> that's what I think. Um, oh, my God. But I really loved Maverick. Uh, I thought it was great. Um, I want to talk to you about a show that you love that I absolutely hate, and that's First Lady. Okay. Um, and sorry, I will, sorry to blindside that you. I love it, saying that I love it is, you know what? Well, do you want to know? Also, I haven't literally haven't you, watched. Do it you want to hear the about the deal? <laughs> okay. So First Lady, guys, is. Just like a weird, not weird, but it's like it's telling you the stories of Eleanor Roosevelt, um, Michelle Obama, and um, Betty Ford. Yes. And over, like, in all of them, it's trying to find each episode is like has a chord that they're all like, so it's somehow related or they mention each other in it, like, whatever. They do Michelle Obama so dirty. So dirty. <laughs> specifically, like, the eyebrows in the makeup that they're doing specifically the Um, things they make her say yeah um but i'll tell you what i would just watch and the and i'll tell you what i even even the eleanor roosevelt of it all i thought i was really gonna be into it i'm anti one because as a tall woman Let tall people play tall people okay let gay people play gay people okay this Pride Month. <laughs> Tall rights. Tall rights. They have what's her name? Jillian. Jillian Anderson. Anderson, who I love. From Sex, love. Edu- from sex, sex Education. Sex Education. Love her. Famously from I the X Files. She was before, and then she. I've seen her in a hundred things well, since then. She was very famous in the '90s for being on the. Was X- she in? From being, was she in? <laughs> in what? Sorry. The X Files. Wait, I was about to say, was she in the X Files? Okay. Yes. X Files. David Duchovny too. Yes. 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 Wow, love that. Great Famously, show. He's a sex addict. Famously, but... he is. Yeah, and that's a whole show about it. And that's his truth. Yeah. Famously, um, my parents also. He was in a band, and my parents also used to go see him at the Stone Pony. Wow. Well, okay, I love that. <laughs> um, okay, but 
she is a tiny little woman, and Eleanor Roosevelt was truly six foot. Right. So it's just not it's not giving. I will say, what's his name as FDR? I am liking. Uh, the guy think. from Twenty Four. Oh, Kiefer Sutherland. Kiefer Sutherland. Yes. Also, but I his will... name was Jack. Uh, go ahead. Yes, his name was What's Jack. His name, Jack, his name on was 24? Jack on Twenty Four. Yes. Okay. Also, I will tell you that young FDR is in Top Gun Maverick. Wow, I love that for for them. I love that. Yeah, for for but Jake, for Jake the, picking. The best part of the show is Michelle Pfeiffer. As Betty Ford, even the young Betty Ford. I'm just telling you, I would watch a full-on show just at Betty Ford. Um, my new favorite first lady. Um, <laughs> my, not that I really had an old one. But truly the greatest first lady maybe there ever was. Greatest? Um, <laughs> I don't know. No, I just think in the show they're portraying her. And again, I'm going to get a book about her so I can read about more about it. And then I also want to just like do my other research. But in the show, they are very much portraying her as um, like she's real. Yeah. She's standing up for what she believes in. Yeah. Yeah. She like has maybe a little bit of a drug and an alcohol and drug and alcohol problem. The Betty Ford. And she gets breast cancer. And like all everyone in the in every woman in America then is like, God, get got to get a mammogram. Yeah. She is like, I don't know. I, I'm just. I love her. I love Betty Ford. God, Harley's crying on the podcast. (laughs) So I'm saying that's why I love the show. The other parts of it, I'm just like, okay. Um, I also love was like looking up. So basically a large part of the Eleanor Roosevelt in the later episodes is spoiler alert guys that she, well, Okay, this is no news that, like, it's literally on Wikipedia and everything. Like, it's, it's, that it's FDR, history. It's history. This is history. FDR did cheat on her, and it was, like, devastating to her, blah, 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 blah. But so they were going to get a divorce, but FDR's mom was like, you can't get a divorce. Sorry, it's 1920, 1930, and I'm not letting you get a divorce. So then famously, they never slept in the same room together ever again after that happened. Um, there's something there. I'm going to tell you there's something there with that. Yes, but so they, in the later episode, which how many episodes, you didn't watch? I watched three. Okay. In the later episodes, a large focus is on her relationship with this woman who is a journalist. I knew that's where we were going. And I'll tell you what, I had to literally search deep and hard for this information <laughs> not, not deep and hard deep and hard like it wasn't you would uh, you would think that we're we're spending episodes on it like once you get to the later episodes we no longer see fdr like barely yeah it is mostly about her relationship with this woman and also like her which is good first lady vibes um <laughs> but like i had to search a lot for it and i thought it was gonna be like the first thing yes there are things that they found thousands and thousands of letters between her and this one so it is true but I feel like we would have known. Why haven't we known that? Uh, homophobia. In this in this month of Pride Month, like, why aren't we talking about how Eleanor Roosevelt said gay rights? <laughs> I don't, kind of. Kind of. I don't know if she like fully said gay rights. I think she well, said. Also, she. I don't think. I think she. she also I think really she said. Was, she was trying to literally just get woman rights. Yes. To be completely honest. <laughs> I think. I think. Um, <laughs> she was more on the vibe of like hi gay, and then like that was really it. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to say that, like, I feel like if you dig deep enough, like, every old-timey president, like, has a gay past. Like, like that's, like, like in the movie J. Edgar. Are you saying the men or the women? I, or why, not, why not both? Why not both? Okay. Um, it's Pride Month. It's Pride Month. <laughs> but in the, in, the, in the really bad Leonardo DiCaprio J. Edgar movie, there's, like, a scene with, like, him and, like, a man. And, like, they, like, talk about okay. how, how he was, like, probably gay. Okay. I'm just saying. I'm just, I, like, like, to, it's, it sounds like the Eleanor Roosevelt, you were like, ooh, this is blowing my mind. And to me, I'm like, it sounds like another day. No, no, no. I knew, they, 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 <laughs> they like, threw the pitch. And, like, literally, and, like, you knew, you knew it was happening. Yeah. Like, it was right, coming right at you, right in front of you. And you from, let it, like, the start. And you let it hit you. I let it hit me, but I also was like, I feel like we would have been, I also famously went to college very close to Hyde Park, which is where their house is. And, um, I've been to their, their estate hundreds of times. I did used you to get, lunch on their now, now, lawn. Did you, now did you get gay vibes when you went? Couldn't, everything was old, old timey. Also remember she said she didn't care about the decorations. Um, which but, is the opposite of you. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I feel like that was just something I would have known. But then again, I also, to be completely honest, I didn't know anything about Betty Ford other than like Betty Ford clinics Betty Ford. before watching this. And Betty Ford yeah. is is my girl. Yeah. Now, so now, now unfortunately, <laughs> is your girl? <laughs> is my, absolute my girl. Now, unfortunately. Also, now <laughs> Gerald Ford jerry for where i like to call him um <laughs> was the actor who plays him as a young person is so hot in maverick and also i'm i and maybe he was hot i'll say it maybe gerald ford in real life was hot maybe you can say that I think he was no i looked up photos oh. and i think he was hot he was in hollywood remember him in hollywood yes he looks like a he has a fake face like his jaw is yes. so chiseled so he looks fake yes um so, I mean, you'll notice, we can step away from First Ladies. I just wanted to call you out on that nonsense um, because you were truly texting me nonstop. It felt nonstop to me, I'll say it. Okay, ab- ab- I had, about your love I for had COVID and was just binge watching First Lady. I'm just telling you, it really just felt like every day it was like, First lady, first lady, first lady. And I was like, fuck, okay, Jesus Christ, I'll watch first lady. And I, then I turned it on and I was like, who the fuck is directing Viola Davis? Um, yeah, that's really, that, that I will say is the saddest so and sad. the worst part. It's so bad. And I also will say something, like we were like teenagers, like early teenagers when Obama was in office. And it is interesting to look back and like look at his actual like, like his politics and like how he was going to back out of like the the like same sex marriage bill and like all of this stuff. So yes. Okay. Um, I don't really have anything else I wanted to say we could talk more about it later. Um, once you watch it, hack season two is great. Yes. Okay. Watching it this weekend. Okay. This um, week. Everyone should be watching I Love That For You because it's also great. Support Matt Rogers and Vanessa Oh, Bear. wait. I have been watching that. Absolutely love it. Couldn't agree more. And, um, then, and, then I yeah. need, and then I need you to jump into the deep end. Yes, you sent me that. Also, I started watching the um, Drag Race All-Stars, All-Stars. I'm, I'm like three episodes in. I'm a little behind, but yeah. loving it, enjoying it. 
Like everyone's saying, this is how All-Stars should always be. Correct. Okay, leave it at that. Goodbye. And now let's jump on a boat and let's talk about... The movie of the summer. The movie of the summer. The movie of my year. The movie I've been... I feel like my sons made a movie and I was like, no matter what, I'm going to love it. No matter what, I'm going to love my son's movies. And they made this movie and I am just jaw-dropping on the floor about how good it is. And I'm talking about Fire Island which was written by Joel Kim Booster, which I've talked on about him on this podcast many a times, starring um, Bo and Yang, featuring there's Matt Rogers in there. We've got Margaret Cho. We've got Conrad Ricamora. Yes. Um, James Scully. Tomas. Tomas. Um, Matt, Mate- I don't know how to say his Matados. It's a fun. It like sounds it's, really it's, good. It's, when it's it sounds like together, it but sounds I like tomatoes. Don't remember what his last, what their last name is. Yeah. Um. And we, did you say Matt Rogers? Yes. Okay. And and st- also starring Joel Kim Booster. Yes, starring Joel Kim Booster. Directed too. by Andrew Ahn. Yes. And um, it is. Yeah. Speak on it. Speak on it. That you're. Well, you're it is, this it, is this is your moment as a straight ally to speak about Fire Island. I know. Well, I mean, it is a like a adaptation of pride and prejudice yes right yeah yeah like gay fire island pride and prejudice correct um and it's so it's so good i like just don't know i mean i also can't speak the most on it because one i am not a gay man two i have never been to fire island but basically from the movie yeah you you haven't been to fire island yet (laughs) Yet. Okay, yeah, because I'm gonna go. And I also was shamed about wanting to go, but it's well, fine. You wanna know what? shamed the, me. The, <laughs> you can't name it. <laughs> the time the times have changed. The times have changed. Yes. Um, but from watching the movie as well as like list again, listening to all my podcasts and yeah. we're all we're, t- we're all t- uh, me and all my podcasts we're talking about the same things. Right. Um but just like the light that it shines on like feeling an outcast even in this community um, that you're supposed to like feel accepted by just like the different like racial and and like body standards and all this stuff within the gay community um, that it touches upon and also it's like is a love story it's and a friendship movie not... what a friendship movie a friendship movie a kind of like not like finding oneself, but kind of, mm-hmm. I don't know. It is just so good. It Ugh. is. It's so good. I can't, I, I agree with everything you said and you hit it nail on the head perfectly. Um, I feel like if we were ever to do like a, your favorite movie month again, this would definitely be, oh. be on the list. When this, I tell that, you, that I'm th- going to watch it again. <laughs> I'm going to watch it. So guys, Vin is on, Vin is away on vacation for like 10 days being a jet setter. I'm gonna watch it two to three more times, and I love that for you. There's a and I've already watched. I watched it two days the day it came out. I watched it two times, not in a row. Hours in between. Let it let it simmer. Let it marinate. Watch it on my phone first, then watch it on the big screen, aka right. my TV in my living room. Right. Um. It's so good. If you haven't watched it, it's on Hulu. Stream it. Yes. Um, and there's a. It's a, also amazing cover my, of of uh, sometime by Britney Spears. Oh, that, just but, to but speak on the Muna. soundtrack in general. Incredible. The soundtrack in general, 
amazing a remix of boys by charlie xcx which yes. again is also one of my top 10 favorite songs, songs yes that is a, that was a song of the summer for me one year yes. like 2017 and you want to know um, what if we've learned anything any year could be a song of the summer now any song so i could bring it back you could bring, bring it back it you could bring it back um <laughs> I'm trying to remember what I was even – oh, so but basically like it, it – I think it also just came out at the perfect time. It is like summer week, summer vacation mm-hmm. with your best pals, like your friends that are family. Yes. It's like you're getting the views of summer and especially for us, like it, it looked like an East Coast summer yep. to me. Yes. Like it's not like they were on a like – they weren't housewives in the island, baby. <laughs> they weren't like in crystal clear water. They were like in dirty – like – Atlantic Ocean water, and it got me just soundtrack. Everything got me absolutely freaking pumped. Yeah, yeah. I for can, the summer. I cannot say enough good things about it. Um, it is so cool to see these people that we have followed for, and and I'm not even gonna say like I'm not even gonna pretend that like I was like an OG stan of like these people um, because like obviously they had like. You know, like, Lost Colch was around for so long before, like, I started listening yeah. to it. And, like, obviously, like, yeah. bro, like, like, like Matt and Dave Mazzoni, who's, he's, he's not in the movie, but, like, Matt, like, was doing game show, like, way before, like, we knew probably about him. Same thing with, like, Bowen. Like, they, like, they were doing, like, shows and whatnot. So, like, not, like, like, Inception fan, but, like, have, yeah, but have grown, say. have grown to, like, really like love them and like appreciate them and it's just so cool to see them getting their due and like bowen has like been getting his due a lot more because of snl, SNL and, everything, and because yeah. because like basically every episode that snl puts out the re- the reaction is more bowen bowen is the best part of snl right now um which i agree with and yeah. so, but, so but like it's so cool to see like joel and matt like get their time in the sun with Bowen and like know that they're all friends in real life I think is like like I don't know, good it, friends yeah yeah like, and you could tell you could just tell the relationship between like Joel and Bowen as they played the two roles the two like best friends Joel yeah. Kambooster I will tell you fucking star yeah put him in everything like one one of the most absolute gorgeous men yeah ever in my opinion. Um, and just like, yes, he wrote it and everything. So he probably had this bigger, re- like, relationship with the script in general than anything. But the acting impact, like, loved uh-huh. it. Um, believed every word. I was like, you are you are this person, which yeah. kind of, yeah. Um, <laughs> but I will say, like, to your point of, like, again, whatever, like, we obviously like, weren't following them from their, like, whatever UCB days or like things like that but i think there comes like a and i think this is like such a thing for the fandoms of like certain podcasts or fandoms of things like even on the internet like people who do like little shows things like that um especially with podcasts like weekly like they're in your ears like i i have probably listened religiously for like four plus years yeah at this point yeah so it's like every week i'm with my girls i'm yeah. listening to, we're, we're we're talking about what's happening in pop culture like obviously yeah. i'm not i am not talking to them but you feel like this like g- more closeness to 
someone that you're listening to like have a genuine conversation with a friend or whatever than you are like even just watching like a Bravo show every week mm-hmm. or like whatever. Yeah. So yeah. I think like it's it. I agree with you. It it feels like incredible to watch them again. As I said at the beginning, they are my little my, my sons were <laughs> made made a little film, and no matter what, I was gonna love it as my sons. Um, and the fact that it was so good, so good, it's just amazing. And I can't, I literally can't wait for like, what's going to come for like the rest of them. Like yeah. all, like, I mean, all of them from this. Yeah. It's, it's really great. And I like, please, please, please like stream this movie. You don't even, you don't even have to go to the theater, which is why I hardly watched it twice already. Like literally, yeah. Please stream the movie so that like Hulu can see that people are streaming this movie in record numbers and then we can get more movies like this told from different points of view of people, of queer love stories, of genuinely funny queer movies, and also, like, from these actors and these comedians that we love um, so much. So, like, yes, like, please stream Fire Island. (laughs) The title of the episode. I, the title of I, the episode is "Please Stream Fire please Island." Stream, honestly, yeah, I do have one question for you that you might be able to help me with more than other things. And then we can yeah. move on to the beer and the actual movie that we're going to talk about. Yeah. We're, um, yeah. This episode's going to be long, guys. It's fine. Um, so, with the Hulu of it all, yeah, could they be up for any awards? Yeah, like could they be? Not saying they're going to be up for an Oscar, but could they? Uh, I believe that that the Academy ruling of streaming services. Um, oh, oh yeah, Netflix like Marriage Story was. Yeah, like, so stuff, so right? pre pre Pandy, the rule was you had to release in four theaters um, if you were a streaming movie. But okay, but then the pandemic happened and they made it that any streaming movie could be eligible, and I don't think they reversed it. So like, yes, if we're talking like like Academy. Um, I'm yes. telling you, if there was buzz about it, and then like the like what's it called, Fire Island team or whatever, or the, the or the they were talking about they were whoever. talking about this today on Lost College. But yeah, if they let out like four like four things, I'm sure the people would come in masses and whatever to yeah. like see it. Yeah, so. I, th- I think so. Um, listen, the first thing I thought of, right, like talking about awards buzz is like a writing thing. Yes. That's that's where I think that, right? So like they said who they said that the publicist's name was Shelby or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So like <laughs> Shelby, if you're listening to Bruce on film, I feel like focus the energy on a writing um like nomination. That's where yeah. I that that's where I feel like a, like adapted screenplay, that's where I feel like we could get Joel in. There. I also like think potentially like something with direction like the direction of it or like I don't know really I don't even know what the words or like the I don't know production design? Just maybe. Yeah, cuz I just like thought it was so like I don't know, done yeah. very well. Like I wasn't not being like I wasn't expecting it to be so high quality, but like to be completely honest, yeah. Like, so it was just was it's just great. It's just really good. It's really great good. Film. Yeah. Everyone go stream Fire Island or else. Or else. Or else. Or uh, else. Okay. Let's, because, let's get into the meat because, because, of the because, we, because we also have to spin the wheel too. Um, oh my god. I know. I'm gonna tell you that I don't have that much to say about Godfather. Okay. 
Okay, okay. You're, you're pausing as if you have uh, a monologue to perform. I'm not, oh, I don't have that much to say. I want to have a conversation about it, yes, obviously. Yes, obviously. But... All right, let's talk about the beer first. Because we're doing The Godfather, your dad's, because we are starting dad's favorite movies. That's what we're doing. Yes. So let's, yes. so let, and we're starting with your dad's favorite movie, The Godfather. Yes. Um, okay, so with The Godfather, you heard us, heard us talking about it up at the top of the episode. We are drinking, um, it's called Electric Catfish. It's a New England-style IPA from Zigmeister um, Brewing. And they are, Zigmeister is in Hackettstown, New Jersey, which is like, it's like northern New Jersey. Yeah. Um, so, basically, it's brewed with Citra and motuka um mm. hops um which gives it like a fruit loop taste that it says and i think so i think I it, it get, there's a there's like a little like a sweetness that is like if you drank the milk of fruit loops um, like a slight sweetness no to me that's okay, wrong. to I me, to so. me that's wrong okay to me that's right um but it has notes of um Kefir, coffer, I don't know. Coffer, le- lime, leaf. I looked up how to say it earlier, but I don't hear. Hold on, let me. But, let that, me have was, it. but that was truly hours ago. Yeah, that was hours ago. We've been talking for a literal hours, so I can't remember. Whatever, that's fine. Sorry if I offended anyone. Um, <laughs> orange rinds and lemon glass and lemongrass. Um, and it says it's a really um, easy drinker, which I definitely yes, agree. I agree. Um, it is pretty when you look at like the body of it. It is pretty thick and yeah. stuff. And they actually released a milkshake version of this, which uh. would make it even more thicker, probably a little bit more sweeter. I'm not sure if there's lactose in this, but I'm assuming the milkshake one we're adding lactose just to give it a little bit more of that full body and that more right. like um milk sugar, which makes it like a little bit sweeter. Yeah. Um, but so this is a part of their deep sea series and that's like a series that they always have there as i said at the top of the episode the reason i did this is because i went to this brewery for the first time with my dad right specifically when i was there they had a lemon basil saison beer hmm. and i've been back there multiple times and they never have had it again and it was one of the best things i have ever one of the best beers i've ever had a okay. lemon basil sounds really so good, good light summary even though i drank it in january um and it was so good and i've been back and um there isn't also this if okay so hackettstown i never heard of it until i lived up in north jersey Uh and it's like for new jersey people in relatives room to morristown Uh um but the whole town is like cute and like oldish i think the m&m factory either the m&m headquarters or there is a mars m&m headquarters up there because oh. like in the town there's a bunch of benches that have m&ms on them okay um interesting so i think maybe maybe that's what Hackettstown is known for okay. but they have three breweries in their in their town um two that are like on the main drag within walking distance one is inside of an old bank so like their cool. freezer thing is like one big old vault cool it's called manskirt <laughs> um fun and then the Dog other Dale one is called Jersey Girl Brewing. Oh, fun. Uh, yeah, so 
personally, Sigmeister is my favorite. It's yeah. the one that I always go back to. Their facility's cool. Um, it's in like a, and also like up there, it's like kind of all surrounded by like trees and mountains and stuff. So if you're ever in that Northern Jersey area and you want to hit a couple breweries, I would definitely suggest that even just outside of there, there's definitely like probably like two or three more that you can go to. Um, but yeah, I really like this beer. It's yeah, one of the, my favorite that we've done in the, in, in a, in a, in a bit. While. I feel like we were hitting some sort of like, just mediocre beers. Well, we were to be doing. Well, we were doing Lover Boys. Yeah, and like also just hitting like dud, the dud, the dud. Yeah, let me um really quick. I will. So like <clears throat> the last like really high rated beer was the Sierra Nevada. Wow. Yeah. And I mean that's 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 an absolute tried and true classic. Yes. Um, because uh they drink it in grandma's boy yes <laughs> okay else? let's move on to the movie i didn't know if you had reviews oh actually no i don't sorry so i did look for the reviews but there was like not really anything um on it like two reviews on uh what's it called beer advocate Beer Un- advocate. Untapped. Um, and then on tapped, there was only people being like, thumbs up, good, good, good. I agree. Um, but I'm going to say my review is that it's, we just said it is the best beer that we've had in a while. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Definitely the We're best. That. The, the best beer since Sierra Nevada. Since Sierra Nevada. <laughs> um, okay. So let's talk about the movie. Yes. Um, what is the score on Rotten Tomatoes, Harley? 1971, this came out. Or 1972, sorry. A 93. It's a, ni- it's a 97. Wow. Uh, one of Hollywood's greatest critical and commercial successes, The Godfather gets everything right. Not only did the movie transcend expectations and establish new, ben- new benchmarks for American cinema, it was released on May 5th, sorry, March 15th, <laughs> I was like, May 5th? March 15th, 1972. Two hours and 57 minutes long. $134 million at the box office. Wow. Wow. Big hit. Wow. Proof. It's, it's long. Proof that people will go and sit through a good long movie. That's what I have to say. Yeah, I also will say, so for, like, the book was, like, a very big success, right? Correct. So, I think that's also what pushed people to go see the movie. People but I love think the movies movie about, has... about the mob. Yes, but I also, like, the movie has transcended the book. Do you think I should read the book? Should I get the book to read on vacation? Uh, I, don't, I don't know about that. Let me look how many pages it is. Yeah, look I just how many finished pages my, it is. my Killer Twin book. That was I thought you were good. getting a Betty Ford book. Um, I was trying to, and I, like, couldn't find any place where I can buy it. You can't buy one at, like, Barnes and Nobles? Maybe. I was looking at wherever I was looking, and then I was like, yeah, it's fine. Okay. Um, so let me tell you that, uh, this obviously was nominated for a bunch of Oscars. Do I to tell you what it won? Yes. So this was the 45th Academy Awards, hosted by, listen to this lineup, okay? I'm going to pull you up on my screen so I can see your reaction to this lineup of of who was hosting, okay? Okay. You have Rock Hudson, 
Okay. Charleston, Charlton Heston. The name is familiar, I don't know. Michael Caine. Okay. And Carol Burnett. Wow, that's the, all the hosts? All the hosts. Wait, I'm confused. How come we only do like one host now? I don't know, but figure it out because that, that, what an incredible lineup watched by 85 million people. Yeah, that's insane. Godfather wins Best Picture. Okay. Albert yeah. Albert Albert Ruddy, the sole producer on the film that yeah. gets the Oscar. As you know, based on your love of the offer. Yes. Wait, he gets the he gets the Oscar. Yes, the producers get the Oscars when when their film wins Best Picture. Oh, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I never, I never thought. I'm being honest. I never thought about who who like actually gets it. <laughs> Well, like, I thought, like, maybe the director does. No, because there's a category called Best Director. Okay. Um, Best Director, Francis Ford Coppola nominated, did not win. Okay. Bob Fosse won for Cabaret. Okay. Oh, Bob Fosse directed Cabaret? Yes. I didn't know that. I did thought you, he did, just did the dance. Did you not watch Fosse Verdon on... The, the miniseries no. about him? Why? You would love that. It's about dancing. I know, dancing. I would love it. I, now that you're saying it, I was like, I know, I would love it. What is it on? FX. It's on Hulu. Oh, okay. I'll watch that. Make a list. Make a document for me to watch all my shows. Okay. Another secretarial My assistant. Duty. My assistant. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, wait. Do you want to know how many pages are in the book, though? Yeah, I do. 448. Oh, it's pretty big. That's pretty big, right? But I feel like... The books in like the seventies and stuff were like, they're not like how our books are bigger now. It's like a smaller book, like it's like a smaller book. Like um, it looks it's like an eight by yeah yeah yeah. It's like a like an airport book. Yes, that's what I think it. So maybe it'll just be like that. But sometimes maybe. the letters are small then. Yes. Uh, I don't know. It's got a four point eight four point eight stars out of nine thousand seven hundred thirteen reviews on Amazon. <laughs> wow, crazy. Um, Marlon Brando won for best actor, but do you know what happened? No. He declined the Oscar. Why? So this is a very infamous Oscar moment. Um okay. he did not show up to the ceremony, and minutes before he won, a woman called Little Feather, uh-huh. got up on stage and said that Marlon Brando, dressed in traditional Native American attire, would not be accepting the Oscar because of the treatment of Native American people in film and on television. Wow. In 1973. Wow. How, isn't that crazy? Yeah. And then, Honestly, kind of cool, though. Very cool. And then, of course, yeah. and then, of course, Clint Eastwood had to go on stage afterwards when he presented the award for Best Picture and said, "On behalf of all cowboys shot in John Ford westerns over the years, fuck off, Clint Eastwood." Yeah. Big fuck off to you. Um. So he did not accept the Oscar, but he did. Wait. He did okay. Wait. It. Did I tell you I watched a Clint Eastwood movie, Gran Torino? Yeah. How was did you love that? I didn't love it. It was yeah, it's not truly good. not good. <laughs> no. I'm gonna I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest, I'm gonna tell you, I don't love Clint Eastwood. I don't You're not love, a, you're not an Eastwood head. I am not an Eastwood head. Scott Eastwood? Maybe. Scott Eastwood in the, in the <laughs> Scott Eastwood in the staircase? Yes. Um 
uh, all three actors got Best Supporting Actor nominations. James Caan, Robert Duvall, Al Pacino. Okay. Um, it won Best Screenplay for Francis Ford Wait, Coppola. Did, who, did either of them win or no? No, none of them won. Wow, rude. Joel Grey won for Cabaret. Man, Cabaret raking it in. Yeah, people love musicals. Um, Godfather won Best uh, Screenplay, Adapted Screenplay for Francis Ford Coppia, Coppola and Mario... How do you say his name? Puzzo? Puzzo? Puzzo. 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 Um, Puzzo. So they won the Oscar for that. Um, looks like that's all that won. But then, obviously, like, Godfather 2, which people consider to be better than the first Godfather, did win okay. basically everything at the next Oscar. Okay, question, mm-hmm. though. For Godfather, for the best actor, Marlon Brando, he's considered the lead in this? That's that's what the, that, that's what the studio put that's him That's interesting. As. I would consider Al Pacino... Like the lead, yeah, or both of them, because like Al Pacino, I feel like is in in more of it. Yeah, maybe like, unfortunately, like like a seniority thing. Maybe yeah. I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't. And I'm also gonna be honest, and I'm gonna say like, upon a rewatch, I think it's like Al Pacino and like those side characters movie, and like Marlon Brando is very good, but like kind of sidelined after he gets shot. Yes. Yeah. Like, well, there's, and basically he's. Just going into the thing, he's sidelined from basically all of the family doing. Yeah. Like, he is, like, even at the end, when they're talking about the stuff, and some one of the guys goes up to him and is asking him, like, for his blessing or for his ideas on the thing, and he's like, don't talk to me, talk to my son. Yeah. Like, whatever, so. Yeah. Uh, I have some trivia, but you probably have better trivia because you're watching the offer more than I am. Okay, well, tell me some of your trivia. Okay. So, um, the line, leave the gun, take the cannoli, was ad-libbed. Yes, yeah, I've heard that before. Okay. Um, so Marlon Brando wanted to make Don Corleone look like a bulldog, quote-unquote. So he stuffed his cheeks with cotton wool for the the audition. But for the actual filming, he wore a mouthpiece made by a dentist. Ah. And this appliance is on display in the American Museum of Moving Image in Queens. You could go oh. look. You could go look at it. Have you ever been there? Yes, it's so cool. I love. I love. The... I was gonna say I want to go. That sounds cool. Yeah, it's, we uh, should go. It's fun. But yes, I knew that. And then did you get to the part of the offer where he, they go to his house? No, and... I did not get to any Marlon Brando stuff. So they go to his house, but that guy, I will tell you, the guy from Grey's Anatomy. Looks a lot like Marlon Brando. I don't know if I agree. I agree. He <laughs> with is with too yourself? Young. He's too young for... Like, and even when they do his makeup, he still looks kind of young for when I think how old Marlon Brando was. Yeah. Um, But he looks and, like, does a pretty decent voice. Like, okay. So like do you want to talk about, about the offer now or do you want to talk about it later? Talk about it now. Let's talk about it now. I'm just, um, I'm just gonna I'm gonna say what I'm gonna say, and then because I because I'm gonna let it live in the air, and then okay. and then I want to and then you can go on about it because you okay. Go I ahead. I don't think it's good. I don't think it's a good show. I don't I don't really? find it. I don't find any of it. I think I think some of the acting is good. I don't I don't find it particularly as good as I wanted it to be. 
knowing that this. But you is, don't think it's interesting? Um, I know a lot of the, I knew a lot of the stuff already. I knew about about the troubled production of this movie, um, and I think I was exp- I wanted more. I wanted more behind the scenes drama than I feel like I was getting. Um, so I didn't know any of that. So that's why it's this is interesting to me. Okay, and that's why it's a good show to me. I, also, Miles Teller is so hot. Miles Teller is hot, and I love Juno Temple. Um, but to me personally, I just I just don't I don't I don't think it's like a I also like. I don't think it's like a very well made show. Like, like I don't okay. know. To, to me, it just like isn't what I wanted it to be. Um, okay. But, but you should speak more because you really love the offer. Um. So get get ahead. And I mean, I like it because I like this behind the scenes of the Godfather that I did not really know. Right. I didn't know that it was incredibly hard to make, and that basically the mob wanted didn't want it made. Frank Sinatra. And all this stuff. I didn't really know like all of the Frank Sinatra stuff. I knew I had heard that like um, that part of what jo- Johnny Fontaine or whatever is um, like was based off him and all this stuff. Um, I do remember when I watched the I watched a Frank Sinatra documentary and there was like stuff about him and the like Italian American or like like he did a lot with different causes. And I think it was like saying that it was like mob related, mob related in this way. Um, the Italian American society and like blah, 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 blah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm just like, I'm finding it very interesting. I also, what's the guy, the studio guy's name? Uh, Rob, Robert Bob Evans. Evans. Yeah. Bob Evans. Yeah. So, okay. I'm like just kind of loving his character, even though he's the worst. Uh-huh. Um, but interesting thing when I'm, I'm pretty sure I might have to go back and fact check this, but isn't he somehow, wasn't he married to... Um, Indian Oxenberg's mom, or he's her dad, the dad, uh, not her dad. Um, he's oh. not her dad, but I think he was married to Catherine, whatever her name is. Okay, hold on, I'll tell you. Unless I'm thinking of another person, because I literally Google everyone when I watch stuff. All right, hold but on. I was googling Bob Evans, and he was married to like a hundred. Yes, people. he was. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, wow. Nexium. Yeah. Nexium. Well, Nexium. Haven't heard um, her in a while. What? Yeah, I know. We haven't talked about her. God, I did just listen to Crazy Enough. Oh, God. Just to, like, hop out real quick. So I'll occasionally listen to Armchair Expert. Dak Shepard sometimes annoys me. Yes. I just think some he, like, says things, and he's like, oh, like, I'm a white man. I'm learning. Like, blah, blah, blah. And he's, like, just, like, I'm, like, yeah, but you have this. You're on a platform. But right. I, I don't know. So sometimes things he says annoys me. But sometimes I'm like, this is interesting. The people he interviews are interesting. So, But they have all these, like, spinoffs of the armchair expert. And oh. were, this one is, like, the dark armchair expert. And this one they, like – so they were talking about Nexium, And basically they're telling you, like, a go for a go. I've listened to every podcast about Nexium. I've watched every show about Nexium. I could have – I did the research to be able to do their the podcast for them. But since I haven't really, like – thought about it or listened to anything about it recently i they did a whole podcast about it and I, it felt like i was listening to doing like a spark notes version oh, okay. of it which was kind of nice i mean not i mean not nice right. but like where we're supposed to be getting a season two where is that anyway yeah i agree yeah yeah where is the bow where where is the bow part two um yeah uh i mean i have other trivia marlon brando's tears were real when he was in the hospital scene that those were real tears um 
Fra- the blood in this movie literally is 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 Frank Red's hot sauce. It's so um. bad. <laughs> um, and the scene where Sonny beats up Carlo, who is Connie's husband, took yes. four days to film. Wow. Um. I mean, my, I could... One of my favorite scenes is when she smashes all of the stuff in their apartment and she's taking dish by dish down. I love it. I loved it, too. Uh, I mean, okay. If you want to just, like... Pay... I mean, I don't love that she, she's, like, battered and no, shit no, like that, but no, I... I don't. I don't think anyone was, was saying that, 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 that you love that. <laughs> um, if you want to just pick some nits, the women in this movie are so underwritten. Um, yes. It's not... I know it's not about them, so, like, don't come for my neck. But, like, if we're gonna have a, a battered woman, like, maybe something else besides her being battered all the time. Um, yeah. And also, I mean, and also, also... The, the overacting for the gods, it's giving uh, to, the, to the back row balcony when, when she's oh, smashing absolutely. those plates. Absolutely. But I love it. But also, like, when you think about it, like, come for me, Italian culture, but it's a very much machismo, um, like, man heavy like energy like even italian people like people who are are our age yes grew up with italian moms yeah they their parents still do their moms do so much for them yeah like whatever so it's like i think in that culture especially in the 70s when still women weren't like as much out in the workforce blah blah or, well the movie is taking place in the 40s in, in the, yeah um women were definitely just like in the home um like obviously they weren't gonna make also like the women were not in the mob still probably aren't in the mob like blah 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 um but yeah so i mean like yeah this wasn't gonna be a feminist movie (laughs) no but you want to know there's a there is a little bit of feminism and that feminism is uh diane keaton in hats okay i every time i watch this which i think this was my third time watching this Uh uh-huh I forget that that is Diane Keaton. Yeah. I, like, get face blind to her, and then I also am, like, the forehead that she's giving, I get why she now is, like, full-on, You she does, like, bangs. straight bangs sometimes. Like, I get it. The, they did her dirty with some of the hair. I she looks say- like She looks like Kristen Stewart, not Kristen Stewart, Kristen um, Wig um, with the little hands. <laughs> no, on the no, she does not look like Dor- Doreen. Um, at some point Bernice, she does. At some point she does. No, she does not. Um, I See, this is such a hot take because I actually was like, I loved Diane Keaton in this and I loved all of her outfits and like what a ray of sunshine for her to walk into every scene in a gorgeous, gorgeous gown. Not really gorgeous, but like, yeah, but like I mean, she was wearing sets. She's wearing sets, matching hats. Yeah, like and like and like I appreciated that because in a in a, a movie full of um, uh, suits and white t shirts yeah. to get a little color and a hat, I love that. I love that. And 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 like and then to like know that she like eventually matures into basically just wearing a turtleneck 24 7 yeah and it's our coastal our coastal grandma god like that's it yeah (laughs) incredible incredible can't wait for book club too is that real yes wait i didn't know that they go to italy i'm not gonna say i loved book club oh i'm gonna say uh, i'm gonna say on this podcast is i loved book club okay i watched it and i was amused and i almost when when we did female friendships i almost was like book club (laughs) 
And Diane Keaton's still there for Diane female friendships. Still, still, oh, she, Diane Keaton loves a female friendship. Do you think it's because she made this movie and she was like, I can't be around this much male energy again? I'm only making female friendship movies. Um, I don't know. She's also a what's like a Woody Allen apologist. Again, so why are I, we talking about it? Why are we bringing it up? <laughs> um, I will. Oh, this is. I'm gonna just a little side note, like a little sidebar for this. I don't know what I was listening to. It was a podcast of a sort, and someone was talking about First Wives Club, and they were like, "I did a." Re-, someone was talking about how it was good, and then someone was like, "I did a rewatch recently, and I'll tell you what, it's not really that good." And I was like, I almost through my phone or whatever I was listening across the room because I said that's that's against that's religious persecution against me and my beliefs <laughs> yeah um, See, this is this is that thing with podcasts and I'm sure I'm sure that that listeners have had that feeling with us because you hear bad opinions and you're like wow fuck these people <laughs> yeah I think it was last Col- last coach and I think it was Matt Rogers saying that, that and I want to say so my right. respect I'm this and don't sue me for defamation because I don't know. Alleg- if that really allegedly. Allegedly. Slander. Slander. And I. Slander. Slander. And I. But yes, I was so offended. Just speaking about it right now got me so angry. I almost yeah. have tears in my eyes. Yeah. Well, th- I will say that just to. Again, hop back to book club, and then we can jump back into the Godfather. <laughs> um, there's a, the three, the three pillars. The three pillars. Godfather, book club, and first wives club. Yeah, that that society is held up on. Um, yes, and um, I will say there's an incredible online joke that um, started when that movie came out. Because have you rewatched it recently? First wives club. No, or book club? no book club. No. Okay. I watched it one time. Okay. So Diane Keaton's daughters in that movie are so awful to her, like so awful to her. Yeah. That they <laughs> that like the internet took it and was like Diane Keaton's daughters do elder abuse. <laughs> <laughs> so like when they released the footage, it's just it's literally just a picture of like the gals like in an airport. It was it was the picture I sent you when I said me and you in the airport like on the oh, way to yes, Aruba. Yes, yes. So like it's just that picture, and Carrie O'Donnell, who is on the Sexy Unique podcast, quote tweeted and said, "Plot twist: Diane Keaton's daughters travel to Italy to put more elder abuse on her." <laughs> it made me laugh so hard. Oh no. Anyway, anyway, elder abuse is not funny. Not it's not a joke. It's not a joke. Um. But the blood in the Godfather was a joke. Um, I want to say that the shot, the scene of them killing Sonny at that toll booth is so crazy. Yes. It's brutal. It's It's brutal brutal. to watch. Um, Any, like, what else do we want to say? I I mean, it's the Godfather. Like, what are, like, what are you supposed Um, to say? The the wedding scene is one of my favorite things. I mean, I know it's like the right, it's like basically the start. Yeah. Of the movie. But I've been there for a long time. Yeah, but I'm obsessed with it. I think it's crucial. I think it's important. I think it sets the scene perfectly. Can you you do a. The family. Okay, I was going to say, can can you do a. Can you do a a Don impersonation? No. (laughs) You can't do it. Let me stuff some stuff in my mouth. You come to me. I can't do it. I'm not doing it. You come to me on the the day of my daughter's wedding. wedding. (laughs) I sound more of like an. I sound more Italian than um, Marlon Brando did. (laughs) <laughs> grazie grazie 
Grazie mille. Allora. Um, okay. <laughs> um, I want to say, I also, I think that the scene where he gets shot is, uh, where Don gets shot is really good. Um, with, like, yeah, and of when, course it's like, stupid but, Fredo. But also, but all, yeah, stupid Fredo. Um, stupid fucking Fredo fumbling with the damn gun. But also love Didn't Fredo. Shout out, shout out to Fredo because then they go on and do Dog Day Afternoon. Um, Yes, and then R.I.P. He dies of like a brain tumor. The actor in real life. Again, I don't know how to pivot. Um, it's fine. Just keep talking. Ignore me. Uh, <laughs> um, <clears throat> I I wanted to screen grab the scene with uh in that when so it's like Don and he's like coming out of the store on like Christmas Eve or whatever, and there's like for whatever reason at nine o'clock at night or whatever fucking time it is. They're still selling fruit on, like, the side of the street. Yes. And there's, like, just, like, because I had to watch with closed captionings because I could not understand a fucking word that Marlon Brando was saying. And in the closed captioning, it literally just says, hold on. <clears throat> I'm going to do the voice. <clears throat> <laughs> it's, it's literally like, uh, hold on. I got to get a peach. <laughs> And it's so funny to me. You think that was improvised? <laughs> I, I just, just like Marlon Brando being like, gotta get us a peach. <laughs> uh, was like, made my night, honestly. I watched this in two parts because I was starting to fall asleep the first night. Um, I think I think that that um, Al Pacino was obviously very good in this. You, Everyone knows I have a soft spot for, for young Al Pacino. Also, like, I think we don't talk... Yes, I think... Well, in this movie, he's hot. He's... I'm saying in every every movie we've watched so far of Al Pacino, he's been hot. Hot rights he, for Al Pacino. Uh, he also is um, pretty uh, interesting looking now. He's aged not greatly. He's but aged. He's aged. It's fine. It's Everybody, giving... Let's it's, it's giving... Normalize aging gracefully. Um, yeah. Fuck but elder abuse. I feel like we don't talk about Tom Higgins enough. I feel like we talk about the family, but we don't talk about Tom Higgins. And he's, is that his name? Is it's, that his name? It's Hagen. Hagen? Tom Hagen. Oh, I thought it was Hagen. Tom Higgins is the guy from My Fair Lady. I also never seen that, so. Tom Hagen? Okay, it's there we go. Hagen. Anyway, Robert Duvall. I feel like we don't talk about him enough, and he's like basically the the third biggest character. Yeah, but we also don't talk about Sonny, and I feel yeah, like we talk about more Sonny more than we talk about Tom Hagen. <laughs> Tom Hagen's. Uh, but that's because Tom Hagen's not Italian. Yeah, he's their their adopt a random adopted son. Yeah, who betrays who, who betrays them? Listen, that's the name of the game. Um, I think James Kahn is a very attractive, uh... In this film. In this film. I'm gonna say, yeah. so, caveat is always in this, like, asterisk in this film. In this, because yeah. Robert Duvall, I mean, let's be honest, right? Like, James Kahn, Robert Duvall, like, IRL are, like, not very good people. Who is Robert Duvall? Which... Uh, he's Tom Hagen. Oh, okay. But, like, IRL are, like, not very good people. Tom H- Hagen, to me, has a face that I don't really know. Like... I- he could be any white man. Well, yeah. James Conn. But James Conn. Michael Conn. James Conn. James C- James Conn. Um, it, I know him because Buddy the Elf. Stag. I was going to say Elf. 
<laughs> Everyone knows him because of Elvis. Wow, to have two iconic characters, to have Sonny Corleone, and then to have Buddy the Elf's dad. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like, you could retire happy, like, honestly. Well, Sonny, um, what's it called? James Conn isn't Italian either. Yeah. And that was, like, a big thing in the offer, because the studio wanted him to play Michael. Mm. Um, no. But... Made the right decision. But Francis Ford Coppola was like, absolutely not. This man is not Italian. I'm not letting him do it. I need my Panic in Needle Park baby. Um... Al Pacino. We've watched a lot of Al Pacino, and by a lot, I mean I think we've watched three. Um, which is a lot. That's a lot. Which is a lot. Yeah. Um, right? Because we watched Dog Day, Panning Little Park, and now we've watched this. Yeah. Wow. Al Pacino, yeah. Al Pacino, the, the third guest of the pod, some would say. <laughs> the, third, the third host, The, the third actually. co-host. The third host. Yeah. The third host <laughs> of this pod. Um, wow. Love that. Uh, what else do we want to say? I, I mean, it's The Godfather. It's it's good. It's a lot. It's it's so interesting to me that, like, people nowadays complain about the run length of movies and that, like, if you're going to have a movie that long, it needs to be probably filled with, like, action and, like, keep your attention and, like, all this stuff. This is a lot of people just talking in rooms. Yes. Um, For three hours. Yes. I, uh, I'm, gonna, I'm also I... going to say that I think the Italy stuff is boring. Oh, I like the Italy stuff. I like. Oh, I think I it's like so boring. That. I, and I and I like the the um, baptism at the end. I like when he's literally just like, "I'm gonna marry your wife, your daughter." <laughs> blah blah blah. And then, um, sadly, her car explodes. Yes. Would you know? Happen? Like you knew it was gonna happen. Yeah. Um, I will say. Do you no? That's not a will say. This is a question okay. for you. I'm okay. posing for you. Okay. Do you think if this film came out mm-hmm. now, same runtime, same almost everything, except for like obviously the quality would be of 2022 mm-hmm. quality. Mm-hmm. Do you think it would have the same like reception, like whatever, of being like this great movie? Because I think a big part of why. I'm not saying it's a bad film or yeah. at all. Like I yeah. think it's a great film, but I think a big reason of why people love it and are like obsessed with it is just because like it was a, such a big deal when it came out, and then people like Will's parents, people people yeah. they know have been like, "This is a great movie," or it's something that's you watch since you were a kid because it it a certain number of time of year it's always on TV or like blah, yeah. blah blah. So it it has this other kind of like meaning to it other yeah. than the movie itself. Uh, that's my opinion. Yeah, um, I think I think that that if you want an answer for that, and I'll give you an answer. My answer is no. I don't. I don't think. Yeah. I think. I think that if it were to come out now, I think people would be like, "That was really good." It would probably do very well at award season. People would probably be talking about it, and then I don't know if people would probably go back. And I think a great example of that is The Irishman, right? Like that came out two years yes. ago, and it's like basically the same thing. It's re. It's it's Robert De Niro. It's Al Pacino. It's like. Um, Joe, Isn't it them it's, just it's, talking it's around Joe, a table? Pesci. Yeah. So, but like, it's Martin Scorsese. Like, like it's a mob movie. Like, it is very, yeah. you know, in the same vein as this. And I, I did not like that movie. Like, I did not think it was good. Like, I thought it was boring. You know what I mean? Didn't they like do something like to CGI their eyeballs or something? Yeah. Well, they made not people... their not their eyeball, not just their eyeballs. They made them younger, like in the flashback scenes. Oh, they did. Okay. They, they did the the de aging stuff. Um. But I think I think I think that's like like an example, right? Like people talked about the Irishman. You had people who liked it. You had people who didn't like it. And then now, like no one really talks about it anymore, um, yeah, because it's not very good. 
um, to me. I don't, I don't think it's like a masterpiece. Like I, like I think, I think Godfather was right place, right time. And I think, um, it reinvented the mob movie. I think, I think that, that people probably, you know, you definitely had gangster movies in the past, but this, you know, kind of like, uh, they say like in the offer, the three episodes I watched, um, like the heart of it is a, it's a family movie. It's not, it's, it's it's a family movie about mobsters. Like that's like, and that's, and I think that that's like the crucial piece of it. Um, is that like, you care about this family and you care about these people, not always because they're doing the most, the most ethical and moral thing or the right thing, or the right thing, but because they're doing it for the, you do it for the family. You know what I mean? Like, like that for the family. So like, I, um, I think that that is like, uh, why this movie probably lives on, um, as much as it did it make you, did it make you want to watch part two? Um, so famously, I've only seen, I've seen part two, but fell asleep during it. Um, that's like Robert, this is like, it's like Robert De Niro in like the 20s or the 30s, it's, right? It's Don's origin story. Yes. Um, I mean, I would go back and revisit I think part that one two. is three and a half hours. Three and a half? I think so. That's absolutely uh, three three hours eleven minutes. <laughs> My God. Um. I mean, yeah, I I have I no room to talk because I went and and sat through the the two hour fifty seven minute Batman and I loved every minute of it. This is true. So, but I but again, I don't have a problem with runtimes. Like it doesn't bother me. Like yes, like when I see them, I'm like, oh, like how is that being? Filmed? I would probably have to watch the. Uh, I think that's why I fell asleep. Like because yeah. we maybe started it later at night, and then I literally fell asleep. Yeah, yeah, so. that makes sense. I mean, yeah, I want to eventually finish it and watch it so that I remember. I also, as I was watching The Godfather this time, for some reason, every every time I do a rewatch, I always think that the Italy part is a part of like the second. I'm like, oh, that once he goes yeah. to Italy, it's a different movie. Yeah, because it gives you different movie vibes. And it then, does, of course. Like it comes back, you get everything, and it's yeah. also you're so long into it at that point, you're yep. like, could be another movie. <laughs> Correct, absolutely. Um, all right, you want to do rankings and then spin the wheel? Sure. Okay. Unless you have anything else you want to say. No. I great mean, I, I think that's it. Great what? pick. It was a great pick. Yeah. And I mean, as far as like it being my dad's favorite, I feel like we mentioned this in an earlier podcast, but it's a movie I think I've seen him watch hundreds of times. I think he can quote so much of it. Um, and we, I think it also has to do with the time, like when it came out, he was like, a, he was maybe... He was like, I mean, he was too young when he, it just came out, but right. like, he was sitting in the it, sitting whatever. in the in the theater going goo goo gaga. Yeah, yeah, literally. <laughs> <laughs> um, and next week we're going to the episode will open with a um word from a little our, mashup of yeah, like of our parents. why our parents chose their movies in their own words. Correct, correct. <laughs> um, which will be fun. So, uh, let's do the beer first. For this beer, I'm going to give it a 4.1. Okay, I'm going to give it a 4.5. Wow. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, after drinking the other beer, like, this is really doing good. Yeah. You're loving what it's giving. Absolutely. So, our average is a 4.3. So, absolutely the highest of uh, this theme that was was uh, started last month. And then for the movie, Harley, 
Is this gonna break A Star is Born? Some would say that this is a better film than A Star is Born. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not in my ranking. It depends on what you rank it, but okay, go, I go am not going to give it a... It's not going to... I actually was thinking this week when I have my... I feel like me talking, it sounds like that Vin doesn't let me do stuff, but like I'm just having like a girl weekend to my week to myself. Uh-huh. So, like, I'm going to watch A Star is Born. I'm going to watch Fire Island three more times. Like, that's it. You're going to watch First Wives Club. Honestly, maybe. You're going to watch your favorite Diane Keaton movie, Something's Gotta Give, which I personally don't love. Maybe I'll watch Across the Universe. No, watch watch It's Complicated. Oh, with, um... Meryl. Meryl. Yeah. Maybe. I'll add it to the list. That's something I think that Vin would want to watch, actually, so... Oh, okay. Um, all right, what are you giving Godfather? I'm gonna give it a 4.1. Okay, I was gonna give it a 4.3. Okay. So, 4.2. Highest of the, of the, of the films thus far. The theme. Um, all right, let's spin the wheel. We haven't spun the wheel in a, quite a bit. Feels like so long. Do you remember what we do for the wheel? So we spin it three times. Three times, yes. Three times. And we get our three categories. But there's always the option that if we're not feeling one, we can throw it out and spin it again. Because you know what? It's our podcast. We make the rules. It's it's ours and Al Pacino's podcast. <laughs> okay, ready? Yes. We already did this. Uh, the theme was wedding movies. Haha, ha, ironic. Um, wow, the, it's like the wheel knew. Wait, but you're not taking the movies that we already did off? Uh, I thought I did. So it might not, okay. it might not have saved. Let's spin again. So let's spin again. Pop, I guess. All right, so crazy kids. Okay, so what is that, like, Cheaper by the Dozen? Yeah, or, like, Creepy Kids, like, something, a movie that's, like, about kids. Okay. <laughs> Harley's Nightmare. Uh, this is What the Fuck movies. Okay, so give me, like, an example of what that would be. So, like, Requiem for a Dream. Oh, like a Donnie Darko? Like a Donnie Darko, like, what the fuck is going okay. on? Um, right. okay, I'm into so, that. Crazy Kids. Those are all movies I've never seen. Crazy Kids, what the fuck? Okay. So far, we're in a very manic place for the, for, for the end of summer, because this would be July and August, so we're in a very crazy spot. Oh, crazy. <laughs> what is this when Mike is laughing? Politics. So this would be like political, uh, political movies. Like, what is even a political movie? Like, um... All the President's Men, which is about the Watergate scandal. Oh, or or I just watched one that the, was about politics. The, the Mashurian Candidate. Yes, I just watched that. Yeah, okay. so like something like that, like a political that movie. That I don't want to do. Okay, so should we throw out politics? What do you think? I, you said you don't want to do politics, so let's throw out politics. Yes, but, we, but I mean, we have three choices. We could do the other ones or we could spin again. Well, we can throw out one and then pick a new category. Okay. So let's throw out politics. 
Okay. Do you want to throw out any of the other two? Are we good with the other two? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Also, I now see where it was landing, and it was landing correct the whole time. I just uh, had, I just had the cursor in the wrong spot. Okay, let's see. So this is the last best picture winners. So the order it would be the last four best picture winners. So. So it would be. Um, Coda. Okay. Then it would be, what was the year, what was 20, uh, Nomadland. Okay. Parasite. And then year before that was Green Book. Okay. Um, okay, so I'm in between those crazy kids and, um, the manic movies. (laughs) Just another manic movie. Fun (laughs) Um, you have to pick. <clears throat> um, or I could spin again. Whatever you want. No, let's let's say true to our one we get we get a get out of jail free card. Um <laughs> and that just put me into a dip, bigger, even bigger jail. <laughs> um Okay. I'm in between either of them, so I could do either of those. You pick which one. Well, I don't want to I, I okay, may... let's do the let's do the those crazy kids one because it's summer. We're gonna end summer being fun little kids, <laughs> crazy kids. Okay, we're crazy gonna do little fun we're... kids. Can we do the kids are all right. Yeah, we sure can. <laughs> this is my favorite part of the podcast when you just start throwing out random movies to do. Do you remember when we did biopics or no r- true stories? Do you remember what movie you immediately said? <laughs> no. Uh... You said, "Oh, can we do Joy?" <laughs> And I said, no. I never seen it. Save it for a different podcast. Uh, All right. So we're going to end summer with crazy kids. Those cookie crazy kids. And this will be good because I feel like we haven't done a scary horror thing in a while. And I wait, can, and okay, I, and okay, I, wait, and wait, I, wait. I, I was could, not, no, no, could, not I said, crazy I said, kids is like fun, fun, fun. No, crazy kids could be creepy. Okay, I'm getting you one creepy movie and that's it. One, I don't want to watch. One creepy, crazy kid. One creepy movie and that's it. I don't want to watch a lot of creepy things. What about two? Why can't it be to split? Because then it's like July and August. Okay, the only thing I'll split is if we do Coraline as one of them. <laughs> what? <laughs> I've never seen Coraline. Okay. Isn't she a creepy kid? Why? Because she has button eyes? That's rude. Why? Are you saying that she's an adult? No, I'm saying that she's a kid. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Okay. Anyway. Creepy kid. Creepy, creepy kid. kid. Let's uh let's be done with this. Episode. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys. Again, thank you for listening to us this week. Joining us here. We love to have you. We know it was a hell of an episode, but it feels like a good one. It feels like we went emotions went all over the place. You guys learned stuff. We did a lot of stuff. Again, okay. Um, we have our final episode of um our parents' favorite movies month, and we're finishing off with Mike's dad's favorite movie, who's and it's also, one of the Star Wars. Who's also named Mike? Who is also Mike? 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 That will be a fun introduction. <laughs> um, 
And other than that, guys, you know the drill. Follow us on Instagram at Bruise on Films for, like, the most updates on stuff. I think I'm going to start, like, to trying to do maybe, like, a TikTok reel-style thing. Wow. So I've been, like, trying to take videos of the beers, and then I forget about them. But we'll see. What if, if I do we, it, I do it. If I don't, what I if, don't. What if we did scenes from the movies, like, on TikTok and then posted them? Ooh, I like that. Are we allowed to do that, or is that, like, illegal? Why would that be? Don't people do that all the time on TikTok? don't people like take, not on my own don't pe- people take sounds and like, okay, sounds well, but not we could do sounds oh that's a good idea that's and, a good idea okay, and, then, so, and then we like lip sync to the scene i thought you were literally like we're just gonna put the scene on no i'm, like, sa- I'm, sa- I'm saying me and you act out the scene oh my god that'll be so fun oh my god what is the last oh for star wars that would be so so fun so fun. We're going to have lightsabers. We're going to have lightsabers. And also, when when and if we do Coraline, I would love to see you, like, crawling through a, a tunnel to get into, like, a button world. Ooh, be creepy crawly. Ooh, yeah. into it. Yeah, okay. Um, anyway, guys, so these, yeah, you're listening literally on the fly, our, our plans, but that's we gotta so run it. We, got, we have to run it by Al. Yeah. <laughs> He makes all the creative and and final decisions for this podcast. Yeah, um, Mr. Pacino. Mr. Pacino. Um, anyway, if, okay, if you're nasty. <laughs> uh, okay. So, oh, wait. Do you think I was thinking this when we've been saying Al Pacino, Al Pacino, Al Pacino? Just real quick, guys. Okay. I'm so sorry. That oh this my happened. god. Um, now this is Alvin, manic. Now we're Alvin, getting into a manic state. Alvin Pacino or Albert Pacino? Well, and, and with that, guys, we'll leave that with you here. This has been Bruised on Film. Um, follow us on Instagram. Rate, subscribe on all the places you can listen to podcasts. And figure out if Al Pacino is Albert or Alvin. Um, we love you. Cheers. <laughs>